Woke up on a Saturday, I rolled the fattest J, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. He do what his daddy say, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Maddie J Podcast, late night edition. I got the Godfather here. No, not the Godfather of Soul, but the Godfather of the Maddie J Podcast. I got Mr. KP here. What's up, KP? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What up? What up? What up? Thanks for having me. No problem, man. What you been up to, dude? Haven't seen you in a while. <clears throat> Yo, man, just uh. You know, playing a lot of golf, man, just working, man, just fucking chilling. I went to Savannah a couple of weeks ago, you know, just living life. And I feel like it hasn't been that long since I saw you. You know, we we were chilling at the at the studio a few weeks ago, you know. Yeah, that's true. For the sake of the listeners, you know, they think they think we haven't hung out in a while. <laughs> no, but dude, how was uh, how was Savannah? It's, that's actually one place I've always wanted to go to. It's like a. I feel like an underrated city. How was it? Dude, it was pretty dope, dude. It, it, it's a nice, um, dude, it's an, it's a nice town. So, you know, there's a lot of great restaurants and like the whole city's beautiful. And like, you know, you can walk around with, with your, you know, with your beer in your hand, like there's an open container, you know, law. Oh, there. So kind of like Vegas. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and so, you know, it's not like a ton of like activities to do there or anything like but you just kind of like chill out and feel the vibes and walk around and hop around and, and, you know, you eat and you drink and you be merry and, and that's all there really is to it. Yeah, man. How, how was the food? Oh, it was, uh, it was divine. And like, you're right on the waterfront and, you know, it, you know, we took like one of those corny ass like bus tours around where you like, you know, where they teach you about like the history. And, oh yeah. Was it a double decker bus? Were you oh, on the top, were you on oh, the top floor? Oh, it was a double decker, and yet you better believe I was on the top deck, my friend. Oh, I, I would have thought you would have done uh, one of those little, uh, you know, those like eighteen hundreds boats with the big wheel on the back. <laughs> Take like a river tour. Yeah, I, I give I give that vibe off. Yeah, I give a river river cruise dude, vibe. Speaking right. of vibes that people give off, so I was getting my haircut today, and dude, tell me if this isn't B Maz vibes. Uh, I'm waiting to get my hair cut, and some guy walks in in jeans with flip flops and a t-shirt. <laughs> Is that not BMS? That's BMS, right? I think it's BMS. Yeah, dude. I was like, do you do you also teach guidance counseling? <laughs> that's a funny. That's a funny thought that that Mazio teaches guidance counseling. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> He doesn't, he doesn't guide... actually do it. He just teaches it to other people. Yeah, he doesn't guidance counsel. He's no. the te- he's the teacher. He's a third grade teacher for guidance counseling. People are like, "What do you do? Are you a counselor? Like, are you a director? Like, are you a psychiatrist? No, no, I teach counseling to other people. I can't talk. <laughs> I don't really deal with people. I- I'm not a people person, but <laughs> I'll teach you how to counsel. Yeah, man. So how's uh how's life, man? How's life on the other side of the county? <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. Wait, no, we're. I was gonna say, are we on? Are we in the same county? But I think you're PG County, right? 
so I'm on the I'm on the eastern <clears throat> side of my county. You're on the eastern side of your county. We're just one county away. We're just one county away, dude. So I've been um I've been writing uh, for a couple of songs. So I, I got a was couple that one of... of your lines? <clears throat> no, no, <laughs> no. That, that was just some some bullshit. But I've been uh I've been writing um for for some for some songs and you know like I said been golfing, been uh you know been working, and th- and that's really it. You know been going to the gym and. You know, just getting pumped for football season. I think I'm going to be in like three uh, fantasy leagues this year, which is holy like... shit. Yeah, I mean, uh, I always work out for football season. I'll put that out there too. But I, uh, as far as fantasy goes, um, you are in one of one of my leagues, which is like really the only one I I really am in now anymore. Well, and, I, uh, I, I'm excited, dude, because I've been trying to get into that league for a while now. Dude, it's very exclusive. <laughs> Only, only the best of the best, dude. Once, uh, dude, Eric sent me the text, and I did a little dance, and I did a little jig, and uh, it was, it was like a dream come true, dude. And so I'm just glad that uh, we're, dude, we made it, we made it, mom. I mean, you took, you took the place of Team Shit Butt or something like that. So you know, you, you got pretty big shoes to fill. That's funny. Yeah, that that's that's what I've always wanted to do is uh, backfill shit, bud. So, uh, so what's your name gonna be? Come up with any clever names? Oh fuck, dude! Yeah, this is one of those things where every t- every year when it comes around, I'm always like, God damn, I should have been thinking of this earlier. It's the same thing as a uh, like Halloween costumes, where I'm like, damn, why wasn't I thinking of this like two months ago? Right, right. And uh, so yeah, fantasy team names, I. I'm gonna start thinking like right after the, the P cast. Man, you, but... Are you one of those people who who do the play on words on people's names, or do you just just go like completely outside the box and I, take something like that? I feel like I feel like you kind of have to go off of a pun off of a player on your team. I feel like that's kind of like the socially acceptable move of like right. like someone on your team. You make a pun off of their name, and then you run with it. And 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 that, you know, I just feel like that's the way that white guys get down for the past twenty years when it comes to fantasy sports. Yeah, I mean, as much as I want to conform with the white guys, you know, I feel like this year I should really branch out. My team name for the last ten years has been Team Fuck. Uh, Wait, really? Of, yeah, Team Fuck. Uh. You know what? You know what Beamaz's names have been for the last ten years. Uh, Let's hear. Everybody who's been a fan of the podcast will remember Beamaz. He's the guy who's always making sly comments on the side. He's the guy who teaches counseling. He teaches counseling as well. And uh, you know, he, every every week that he plays me, he changes his name to something dumb that I've done in the draft in like years past. So, That's so uh, funny. That's so be, funny. Just be careful what you do in the draft, dude. Although you're not drafting this year. Uh, so we only have ourselves to blame if something happens. But uh, yeah, dude, I remember one year I drafted Darren McFadden uh, off the Cowboys, and he was uh, he was injured for the he was like on IR, and no one told me. So like, you got to watch out for shit like that. So at least you won't be there to get screwed over like that, and no one tells you. That that's the good news. And so and so, what did Mazio made his name Brian McFadden is injured or something? 
<laughs> yeah, he was just like uh, Maddie McFadden or some shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know how that shit was. Oh, what a, what a low blow, dude. What a fucking loser. <laughs> so, yeah, have you been watching the new season of uh, uh, Ted Lasso? No, dude. Uh, I still have your login on Apple Plus. Okay, I got it right this time, right? Yeah, you, you nailed it, dude. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I can still get on there and do that, right? It's like not a. Yeah, not yeah, I yeah, I just wasn't sure. I figured I'd ask because yeah, the new season, the new season's like halfway through, and so you know, so far so good. All right, here, here let me tell you my um my team name from last year. Okay. So I had okay. I had um I had Kittle. What's his name? George Kittle or whatever. Yeah, he's good. And so my team name was Kittle Drummer Boy. That's not bad. That's not bad. I've heard worse, dude. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, you yeah, know, yeah. I mean, the puns, the puns are. That I feel like that's the most popular way to go. If you're like feeling uncomfortable about, hey, you know, are people going to judge me for my name? I might as well use the pun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the one thing that I I don't look fondly upon is like someone that like Google's and like finds a pun from the internet. You know, it's like come up with your own damn pun. Yeah, there's some that you can tell this guy never thought of that. This guy definitely didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I know you, I know you thought of little Kittle. Was it, Kittle drummer boy. <laughs> I know you thought of that. Like, there's no question about that. But, like, there's certain people I'm like, you're not clever enough to come up with this. So, so all right. So, so let me ask you. So, you've been watching the Ravens preseason. So, sure. I, I want to ask you, how how are we looking? And do you have a prediction for, like, you know, week one sure. and just the season in general? Okay. So, yeah. Um, I have watched every preseason game, every every minute or at least highlight. Um, the first game I caught every minute of it. The second game I caught the highlights. I'm planning on watching every minute of the third game tomorrow. Um, what I can say right off the top for the Ravens is uh, offensive line, if anybody goes down, we are absolutely fucked. Uh, offensive back, back up offensive line does not look good at all. Um, and I know we have a couple guys injured there right now, so I think a couple of those backup guys are going to start, so that's not going to be good. Um, other than that, though, defense looks good. They're creating turnovers. Wide receivers look good. Wide receivers look really good. And running backs. We're super deep at running back. So I think our, our, our really our only weakness, like uh, it's kind of ironic compared to past years, is offensive line, which is usually our strength. So uh, I'm a little bit worried. Our D-line looks great, getting pressure. So – Although, like, big names haven't played on the D-line, and they're still creating pressure. They're still, like, sacking. They're still, uh, you know, making interceptions and stuff. So, uh, I think our defense is, is pretty deep. But our offense, you know, if people go down on the line, I think we might be fucked. So, that's my that's my analysis there. And and so, what do you think is, do you, you know, do you think we're serious Super Bowl contenders, or do you think we just have, like, a – a puncher's chance or you know i think we have a puncher's chance uh it depends on how our offensive line does really uh we got a couple new guys there we got villanueva from the steelers and we got zeitler from the giants they're both on the right side 
So they've never played in our offense. So that right side of the line might be weak. I'm not sure. And we, we have to we still have to try to replace Marshall Yonda, who left a couple years ago. He was a Hall of Fame right guard. So uh, you don't just replace that in a couple years with some random dudes. So, you know, I'm just uh, – I'm a little worried. We drafted this guy, uh, Ben Cleveland, who's just, just – picture, like, the biggest redneck country dude you've ever seen in your life, but he's also, like, 350 pounds. And it's just fucking gigantic. Um, he's out right now with a sore thumb. Actually, I don't know what the fuck he has, but like he's out right now, and and not playing for the whole preseason. So he he's our our right guy, right guy, our right guy. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's the right, right guy for the right guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's supposed to replace Yonda, you know, as yeah. much as, as someone can do that. So it's like. Obviously, you can tell our biggest our biggest weakness right now is offensive line. So, um, we're gonna go how they go. And I've heard a bunch of people on Reddit, all these uh, pundits, say that you know Lamar makes the offensive line better. So maybe that'll happen. But I'd rather Lamar not run for his life the entire season. So, dude, I just googled uh, Ben Cleveland, and this guy has definitely never taken a vaccine before. <laughs> Probably that one. <laughs> So true, yeah. <laughs> Wait, do do you know? Have the Ravens like published our like vaccination rate? I'm sure it is somewhere. Well, I know uh, Llama hasn't taken it. Who? Uh, Lamar Jackson. Would you call him Llama? Yeah. Is that oh, is that you don't, you don't call him that? Is that a thing? Do people call you, him Llama? Did you name your fantasy team the Llamas? <laughs> is that that was gonna happen? No, but uh, you didn't hear that. It's like a big story. He hasn't taken it yet. Oh. Well, I, I knew about him getting uh, COVID like a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah, so I that's assumed the second he time. But I didn't, I didn't know any. I'd, I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather him have COVID than anyone call him Llama. <laughs> it's kind of a crazy nickname, dude, when you think about it. Well, you know what? The thing I think about it is, you know, I don't even want to talk about it. It's just like, I would prefer that people do it, you know. But hey, like, like who the fuck am I, you know? Yeah, alright, so according to Google, the Ravens, the Ravens vaccination rate is above 90%, so that's pretty good. Yeah, so we got a, a few holdouts. So, I mean, any here's my opinion, really. Like, anybody who hasn't had the vaccine doesn't want it now. So, why do we care? Like, you know, yes, we want our top players to get it, but like, you you can't hold someone down and force them to get a vaccine. So like, okay, they understand the risks. Just let them play. Then I mean, what are you gonna do? So that's just kind of how I fall on that whole thing. Like, I, I mean, you can try to persuade them with science. You can try to persuade them with, uh, you know, survival rates and all that kind of stuff. But like, at the end of the day, like, what are you gonna do if they don't get it? like nothing you can't really do anything so hey man you're you're right when you're right you're right what do you think though man what do you think about that you probably think differently than me well i don't know i just think it's it's frustrating because i i think that like the the holdouts the people that aren't getting vaccinated not just like the ravens but like just the country in general like that's the reason why there's all these like uh 
variants and why it like keeps sticking around and why it keeps killing people and like I don't know. It's just to me it's just selfish and uh I don't know. It it it's it's not just about you, you know, it's about like everyone. And if everyone just like was a good person and just did did the one thing, then it'd be done. But instead we've just been in this like fucking two year long nightmare and it's gonna keep continuing because everyone sucks. That's the thing, man. See, the thing is, you can't make any fucking plans nowadays because you just don't know what the fuck's going to happen because there's so many opinions on every side. You don't know what the fuck's going to happen. And who knows? We could be locked down again in another couple of months. So, I mean, that's kind of how it feels like now. Like, for a while, like, I was going, you know, there was, like, no mask needed anywhere, and now it's, like, mask again. And I don't know. It's just frustrating because as the people that are like doing all the right stuff, you know, we keep getting punished. So what are you going to do? That's how it was. You remember in high school when, uh, you know, senior, senior prank day (laughs) and like the seniors do some crazy stuff and then the whole school would get punished for it. You know, it kind of feels like this. That's what's happening right now. Dude. Yeah. I I know what you're talking about too. Back in the, in football practice, like if, if one person was slacking, or if one person messed up, the whole team has to run. Yep. Yep. And yeah, that, that's that's how it feels. Except it, instead of running, you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one way to put it, dude. That's one way to put it in perspective. <laughs> Yo, dude, I gotta ask you this. While you're on the line with me, I gotta ask you, dude. Ronaldo goes to Manchester United. Reunited with his old club. What do you think, man? Well, just, hear, well, just hearing that news. Have you heard it? I knew he signed with the new team. I didn't know he signed with Man- Manchester United. So, and also, I didn't know that he started out with Manchester United. That's well, pretty. He started in Portugal, like with a hometown team, but like uh, he went to Man U after that to like start his real big, like you know, international career where so he. That- and like, nice. let me let me ask you something, because you know you're you're a bigger soccer fan. So, are Man U and and Man City are they still like basically the Yankees or whatever of 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 soccer? So I would, I think uh, Man United or Man City has usurped Man United as the Yankees of the Premier League, uh, and I think Liverpool would be the Red Sox. And I think Manchester United would probably be the St. Louis Cardinals. Like a great team, bunch of bunch of titles, but like kind of under the radar a little bit. So like he's going back to the St. Louis Cardinals of the Premier League. Like they're going to have a solid, solid fucking team. That's probably, probably going to challenge Manchester City for the league title. So um, – and I was really scared earlier in the week because Manchester City was rumored to to be close to signing Ronaldo, and that that would have just been, you know, just ungodly fair, like ungodly but, unfair. I mean to say, like, but, but I mean, is Manchester City like? Are they like winning all the um, you know, dude, all the they, championships? They are already they're already the best team in the world, and then they're mm. gonna try to add the best player in the world, moreover, to their roster. It's just like. What's the point of even watching? They're just going to win everything. So, so they're like 
Okay. And then you said Liverpool is like the Red Sox kind of. Liverpool is like the Red Sox. Uh, they're like kind of underdoggy, <laughs> but they're still spending a lot of money. They're still bringing in a lot of talent. It's still not like a grassroots thing like they would have you believe. So so when, when you were in London, did you watch any um, football? Um, when I was in London – Yes. Uh, Chelsea had a game that day that they won. So uh, we were at the pub. Unfortunately, I was like driving from the airport. I just landed to the hotel. And then when we were at the hotel, a bunch of people came in like celebrating the win. So I didn't really see it. But I was kind of amongst the fans when uh, when they were celebrating. And one guy was uh, hitting on my wife. While I was in the bathroom. I came out. And he's like, he's like sitting next to her trying to like cozy up. And I'm like, uh, Hey man, how's it going? And I sit next to her and I start kissing her, you know, assert dominance. And, uh, he's like, all right, mate, see you later. You cheeky bloke. So it's just like, you know, get assholes everywhere. I don't know what my point was of that, but like, yes, I was, uh, I was kind of in the mix of the whole thing. Well, I I meant like, did you like go to a game, but I guess you answered my question. But so I, I did the same thing when I was in Europe where it like in order to go to a game, I would have had to like take a train like, you know, like nine hours to Liverpool. And I just didn't feel like doing it after like. So there were no games. Flying. No, there, there wasn't when I was there. And so I just like went to a pub and watched it and it, and it was a great time. And, you know, obviously it would have been great to like have seen a Premier League game and I'm sure I will before I die. But at the time, it was like, you know, after a, a nine-hour flight, right, right, it's right. like it's the thought of, like, hopping on a train for nine hours and then paying, like, <laughs> $500 for the most expensive tickets, you know, to get in or whatever. It was like, you know, and, I just can't do that to myself. And then just drinking all day. Because, you, you, like, you can't go to that experience and not, like, have a few beers and have a good time. So, like, that added on to it. Sure. Yeah, but... And but yeah, it would have been much easier if it was like you know in the city. But no, I, I went to a pub and and you know watched it with 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 the uh, what do you, what's like a name for like football fans like soccer heads or whatever? Is there uh, like a... hooligans? Hooligans, or, uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Hooligans, footies, Fulton <laughs> asshole. But dude, uh, where did you stay in London? I was like, I was like in Chelsea, at the. Me Belfry. too. Me too. Where at? Where at? I was at the Belfry. Oh, staying at the Belfry. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I just, I just made that up. Um, it was at like, it was at a um, just like an Air Airbnb. It it in Chelsea. I I was, I was, telling the truth about that part. But I was in Chelsea at like a random Airbnb. What about you? Just at a random. Uh, random ass hotel on one of the streets, but like, just wondering like how close we were to each other, dude. That dude. that is an awesome fucking place to be. Like, oh the- my god, I would I would love to live there, dude. It was such a dope town. Yeah, it was. It was, it, man. To, to me, it was like it's like New York, except in Europe. <laughs> you know, it was just a European New York. It's and New York it's, on acid. Yeah, and and I don't know. I'm I'm a big New York fan, and um. I don't know, man. Just you know, there's just so much like culture in London, and just like just all the the food and shit to see and shit to do, and like you know the fact that you could like 
you know, get on a train and go anywhere. I don't, it's just, uh, it's yeah, that's terrible. true, man. Their public transportation just puts our shit to shame. I mean, in the States, like what you, you have to go to like a major city. And even then, like you don't, you don't even know if you really want to ride the public transportation. Cause it might be just like something that you don't want to get on. You don't want to put subject yourself to, mm-hmm. but like over there, like everybody takes it. Everybody does it. Nobody really even has a car. So that's kind of cool. Like, mm-hmm. and you can just go from one end of the country to the other in like two, three hours. So, but, but dude, it, it did feel like everyone in London, the people that had cars had like the most expensive cars. Oh like, yeah. It oh, seemed yeah. like every car that I saw was like just the nicest car, car I've ever seen. It, it felt like it, just a James Bond vehicle. Yeah. Dude, what's your uh, what's your dream car, man? Um, McLaren. Oh, dude, you've been playing some Need for Speed, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> dude, no. In all honesty, I was in Baltimore, like filling up my gas tank, and some random dude pulled up in a McLaren. Are you serious? Like, Holy yeah. shit! And like the whole like everyone on the street just like ran up to him and just like. It's like talking to him and like asking questions and trying to get a picture, and it just—it's such a sexy car, and I just think it's like sexier than a uh, like a Lamborghini. And I don't know. To me, it's just the most aesthetically pleasing vehicle, you know. And here's the thing: if I wanted to, I could like sell my house, cash in my four hundred one k. I could, you know, I and could, afford a down payment, you know. And and yeah, and I could. It could be a uh, car poor, and just uh, and just go all just go live, all in live in your McLaren. <clears throat> but hey, at least I would have that one day where I could just drive in it. Yeah, I think so. So if I cashed in my apartment and uh, all my house plants and my car <laughs> and my dad's house, <laughs> I'm executor. Uh, no, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, dude, I think what I would do is, uh, you know, the Aston Martin V12 Vanquish, the one in James Bond, where he's like, he's driving on the ice, you know, it's Pierce Brosnan, James Bond. It's not Daniel Craig, James Bond. He's driving on the ice. Tomorrow never dies. Yeah, I'm Googling it right now. That's, that's my fucking car, dude. That is so sexy. I want it. I need it. Dude, that's pretty hot, dude. Gotta have it. I think I'm gonna tug my tug my rug to this. <laughs> Wait, dude, you talked about Ted Lasso. Um, what other? Okay, so we 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 had a little conversation a couple of weeks ago, just via text, about uh, some like trash reality <laughs> shows that we're fucking watching that maybe our wives may or may not have gotten us into. However, we're there now. So, like, what what are you into now? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. So I've been meaning to, you know, we talked about this and now I'm going to give you the conclusion. Okay. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. F-Boy Island. So listeners at home, if you have have any intent on watching F-Boy Island, fast forward like 60 seconds because I'm going to spoil it. So, okay. So at the end, so there's three girls. So. Two of them pick F-boys, and one of them picks a nice guy. Oh, but, nice. But 
the wrinkle is if you pick a nice guy, then you both get $100,000 to split. And if you pick an F-boy, then the F-boy gets the $100,000, and it's up to them if they want to keep it oh, all. Oh, shit. And okay. It, it's up to them if they want to keep it all or split it with you. What did they decide? And so one of the F-boys was like, all right, I'm going to split it with you. And then the other F-boy was like, like, and first of all, this F boy was the most F boy of all F boys. Where he, I told you, man, did I, did it not work out like this? I have no yeah. idea if it did or didn't. Well, no. Here's the thing. While I was watching yeah. it, in the back of my head, I was like, Matty J is gonna get such a kick out of this, because so, like <laughs> this guy, he like he telegraphed everything he was gonna do so blatantly that like and she just didn't see it. She didn't, didn't want to believe. She didn't want to believe it. Like right, she, right, right. he came in and like every. And he, like, had a girlfriend, and, like, he was, like, lying about, like, about everything from the beginning and just told her everything she wanted to hear. And then at the end, she was like, I'm going to pick you. And she, like, chose him over a nice guy who was, like, a great guy. And then he – and then they were like, all right, so you have the $100,000. And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to keep it for myself. And, uh, and like, it was just – I just pumped my fist so hard, dude. I, you know, just moments like that. That's what it, it makes life worth living, doesn't it? I know. You know? And I, I don't know. I just, well, hold on. I, I, I don't want to say anything more because I don't want to get canceled. But it's, uh, yeah, it just, it, it played out exactly how it needed to. But then let me just tell you some bullshit just in case any listeners write in. Yeah, sure. Um, one of the stupidest things is, like, the producers of the show made him, like, give that money to charity which i think is like illegal and i think he could like sue how do you how do they make him do that i i I have no idea how they made him do that like there must have been something in his contract when he signed that like you know we have we have the right it that's that's the only thing that's the only way i could think of of like how that could have been legal it's like they made him sign that before he joined the show because you can't just like say, oh, we're going to give you $100,000 and you get to choose what to do with it. And then if you choose what, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't know. To me, that's stupid, but what are you going to do? Um, but yeah, besides that, hold on, let me think. Uh, other shows I've been watching, you know, I've been watching Below Deck Mediterranean. Um, that's a good choice. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I love Jersey Shore. Uh, Captain Sandy? Cap- Captain Sandy. She's the Mandy. Yeah. Um, I, dude, I haven't watched that New Jersey Shore, uh, you know, where they're all like fifty years old, still partying. It, is it, that it, is that any? Is that, what's going on with that? It, it's a good time. I I think if, if you like the old Jersey Shore, you're gonna like this one. You know, it, dude, I remember. I remember. I had serious. I had serious qualms about the old Jersey Shore, and I remember you telling me one time, and I kind of appreciate this perspective. I don't know if you remember this, but uh. I was saying, like, I, you know, I don't know how, how anyone could fucking watch that bullshit. And you were like, dude, it's it's like a, a look into that culture that you would never get a look into otherwise. And that kind of, like, put it in perspective. I was like, okay, I can understand that. Yeah, like, that's... where, how else would you get an in in the fucking Guido culture of New York? So, or New Jersey, so. That's totally something I would say. That sounds like a total Keenan statement. 
But like you were looking at it from like a sociological perspective, and I like I could appreciate that. I hadn't thought of that. I just thought like, oh, these people are fucking retarded. Why are they on TV as role models? I don't know. And and you know maybe part of that is me just trying to justify it to myself to mm. make myself feel smarter for watching trash TV, you know. And so I'm just trying to like give myself a little more credit than I even deserve. But I don't know about you, but. I've never tried to justify something to myself to make myself feel better. I've never done it. <laughs> Dude, it's fine, man. We're all going to do it. Yeah. So, like, all right, I got to go back to the Ravens. So, what are you looking for for this season? Like, what do you want to see? What's your what's, What do you think your expectations realistically are of the Ravens this year? Well, you, you know, first of all, you know, it's funny is, like, uh, giving your record prediction now now that it's not a uh, 16 game season right all the all the records are like completely weird and so i don't even know how to like predict a record anymore i know isn't that weird it's like one game throws everything off yeah so uh, you know i hope that we go 11 and 6 you know yes. and, and, yes. and you know i i looked at i looked at the uh you know, the schedule and, and I think it's doable, but obviously, you know, give or takes. And so, you know, best case scenario, we go 12 and five worst case we go, you know, nine and fucking nine and eight, eight. Yeah. And so hopefully, you know, it, hopefully we at least make the playoffs and I just want us to, um, you know, I just want Lamar to be consistent. It would be nice if we could beat the chiefs and get that monkey off our back. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, <clears throat> you know, it, it's tough, dude. The AFC is tough. There's a lot of really good teams, and, and we're one of them. But, you know, it's it's not like, you know, we, we're definitely not the favorites or anything, but we're definitely not like some stinkers at the bottom. You know, but we, we, we definitely have to uh, – we, we got to play you, well. uh, What do you think – what's your prediction for uh, – for – for household rivalries between you and uh, your significant other, who is a diehard Browns fan, you know, I how do you think that's going to go? I think if God is real, I think the Browns are going to take a big step back this year. Thank I you, think, thank you for saying that. I think they had their big moment in the sun, and I think it, it can only get dimmer from here. <laughs> when you're talking with your wife about football, do you do you mention that that aspect? No, only under my breath and to the side. Yes, you know. In a very cowardly fashion. See, my wife is like, you know, how it goes. She doesn't really watch football. But just to give me shit, just to bust my chops, she'll just root for the team that I am, whatever, whoever's playing the Ravens, she'll just root for them. And just, you know what? (laughs) And... That's why I take my iPad and I just go on the couch and I I put my headphones on and I just I just do me for about three hours. You know, I just I just my heart beats. I suffer in silence. Nobody knows what I'm going through except for you guys. And uh, you know that's how I've been going through the last few seasons. I just want to hear it. You know, like how fragile I am as a fan. Like just saying that out loud. I realize how fragile I am as a fan. It's just like I can't hear any contradictory opinions or else I'll just crumble. So, it's like, you know what that is? It's like deep down inside, I, I feel like 
that could be a possibility. Like my whole team could crumble in the playoffs. And like the the thing about the Ravens is like we were never ever known for doing that. But like only in the last few years we've been like had that monkey on our back. Like we crumble in the playoffs, and it's like it's a little unfair, man, for an organization that's won two Super Bowls in twenty years. It's a little unfair. Well. Well, hold on. Let me just say, we also have the Billy Cundiff years, and, you know, I feel like... But that but that was never, like... I understand what you're saying, and I completely agree, but, like, that was never used as a weapon against Joe Flacco. No, you're, you're right, you're right. But here's... I think there's two separate issues here. First of all, I think that every team is, like, a little more self-conscious about... Sorry, every fan base is a little more self-conscious about their own team in the playoffs because you only think about like the negatives or whatever. And so I feel like we're we're more self-conscious than other people perceive us to be. But also, I I think another thing at play here is like I think some players for whatever reason and you know, I kind of think it's a little bit racist. Some players get like that like choker like kind of designation right out of nowhere and like lamar jackson like he literally came out of fucking nowhere as a rookie killed the fucking league or no it it, i guess he was a second year player like killed it oh no 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 actually when he no he came he came in as a rookie yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you're right you're right you're right and so when he was a rookie he lost a playoff game and it was like Oh, this guy can't win a playoff game, and like, how many like year? But you know, like when Peyton Manning couldn't win a playoff game, like he got the same treatment. And I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of a weird like um, group think that happens in the media, right. and where people just like kind of like hear someone say it, and then they just flock to it. And then but just... I, I think my theory of that is that affects the player. Yeah, like, yeah, a little I, bit. I, I do think that affects the player. Like, I don't think there's any way that somebody in this day and age could avoid hearing those things and thinking, "Oh, maybe I, maybe I do suck. Maybe I do choke in the playoffs," and how it can affect their mind when they're in a playoff game. Like, I, I, I I'm of the, I'm of the theory that those pundits and those people honestly shape, do shape the games, just based on what they're putting out there. Yeah, but I just think it's such it's such bullshit because like, and even when you saw it when like when Lamar won last year when he won the playoff game, and then he, you know, he lost the next playoff game, and then the narrative immediately changed from he can't win a playoff game to he can't win a big playoff game, and like, I just think there's right. like that's there's, so true. Yeah, there's something at play where just some people just have these like narratives attached to them, where I. I don't, I don't know if it's racial or whatever it is where it's just, it's antagonistic and it's unfair. And like, you could look at so many other like quarterbacks that have not won a Super Bowl, Right. And, and like, literally he like just came in the league like two, three years ago and he's like already, you know, it's, it's such bullshit. dude. It's the Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes effect. It's like, you're not a great quarterback unless you win it five Super Bowls in your first 10 years. It's like, I mean, two two people in the history of the league have fucking ever done that. 
I know. It, and, and that's the other funny part is that literally one person has won every Super Bowl, and that's Tom Brady. And so if you're going to compare every quarterback to him, everyone's going to come up unfavorably, you know? And it's like, okay, you know, if you're not Tom Brady, then you suck is kind of just where where we're at now. Yeah, I'm just I'm over I'm over the I'm over the over criticism of Lamar. I think he's still a young guy developing. What is he? Twenty four years old, twenty five years old now. Like the dude is still such a young guy. He's got so much more potential to go. Like let him lose a few playoff games. Like let him know how it feels. Like I mean, he should he should know now. I mean, he's uh, one and three. He's lost three. So. You know, maybe who the fuck knows? Maybe this year is the year that he does it. So, and you know what? I honestly believe if he even even if he does win a Super Bowl, it's not going to be enough for the critics. It's going to be the Super Bowl was a fluke. Can he repeat? That's the true test of yes. a guy like Lamar Jackson. Can he repeat in a Super Bowl like an Eli Manning, like a Peyton <laughs> Manning, like a Drew Brees? I mean, Drew Brees never did that. Never mind. Yeah. So like, so, so like, that they're always going to move the goalposts to try to make themselves seem like they were correct all along, and it's sure. infuriating. So and so, okay. Raven, Ravens fan aside, um, who do you think is like the favorite for this year? Do you think the Buccaneers are going to repeat, or do you think the Chiefs or? I think it's going to be the Chiefs against. Uh, NFC NFC is hard, man. NFC is kind of a crapshoot. Uh, Packers, maybe. I was thinking Packers. Uh, but the Buccaneers are like the first team, the first Super Bowl team ever to return all twenty-two starters, which is kind of crazy. And the Chiefs just did that the year before, and they went back to the Super Bowl. So yeah, I would say I would say Chiefs Bucks again, and then Chiefs win. Yeah, I yeah no. I, I, I think, think I honestly think Patrick Mahomes is probably going to go to the Super Bowl pretty much every year that he plays, pretty much every year that he plays. Yeah. No, Patrick Mahomes is incredible, and I think that's another unfair Lamar stat of like, oh, you know, Lamar can't beat Patrick Mahomes. Well, it's like, okay, well, a lot of people can't beat. Yeah, beat who? The, yeah, Mahomes. why is why is he the guy that has to take him down? Why is Lamar yeah. the guy that has to dethrone Patrick Mahomes? Why yeah, can't yeah. someone in his own fucking division do that? I, I was going to say, like, it, no one ever looks at, like, Derek Carr's record against Yeah, Patrick nobody Mahomes. ever looks at, at Derek Carr. Nobody ever looks at Justin Herbert, and they're like, why aren't you dethroning Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, C- can you imagine? Oh, my God, Matt, too. Can you imagine if right now Greeny was on ESPN saying, like, why can't uh, um, Herbert – Make it to the playoffs, you know, because that's ex- that that would basically be exactly what happened to Lamar. Oh yeah, well, if, even if Herbert had, won- had uh, gotten to the playoffs and lost, it would be like, can Herbert actually throw? Can Herbert? Do you trust Herbert to get you back? Is he going to get injured in the pocket? Like nobody, nobody's saying this fucking shit. And yeah. why is that? I mean, it, in my mind, it does come down to a racial component. Like, uh, as much as people don't want to admit it. I think they're not ready for a, a Hall of Fame black quarterback. I, I don't know if people are ready for that. Like, I don't know, man. Who am I? I'm a white guy, but 
I still don't think people are ready to see the position being taken over. Not even taken over, but like just be just a little like, bit of sharing, dude. Like just sharing, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, people can share it and not take it over. Exactly. That's a good point. Yeah, and um yeah, I mean at the end of the day, you know, we're gonna be on the right side of history and that's all that matters. I know. I know. <laughs> Thank God for you and me, right? <laughs> Any yeah. anyway, man. Like I'll let you go. I know it's late. Uh, thanks for joining me, man. Thank you for uh, all the people in uh, Australia, Estonia, really the whole Eastern Bloc. Uh, everybody who eats goulash all over the world, uh, Chile. Uh, who else? Malaysia, Malaysia, dude. You better keep those gold medals close to the chest. You don't want China taking them. All right. And and hey, let me say something to the people in Estonia. Tere, that's how you say hello in Estonian. Oh shit! Okay, Tere, Tere. Tere. <laughs> maybe, Tere it's, uh... maybe it's tear. I don't know, but they get it. They get it. <laughs> they appreciate the 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 Google right before the uh, the outro. But, dude, uh, thank you so much for being on uh, MattyJPodcast at gmail.com. Email your questions, comments, concerns. Just just kidding. I don't give a fuck about your concerns. Uh, and uh, I know I'm being harsh. <laughs> but, uh, dude, thank you so much for joining. We'll be golfing soon. You still down yeah. for October 1st? At, uh, yes, yes. It's in my Trump. calendar. It's in my calendar. All right, cool, man. We're going to take off. KP and I are going to sneak off on a Friday go fucking golf and it's gonna be great anyway and, uh and please don't tell my manager <laughs> <laughs> all right dude uh anything you want to say before you go there'll be none the wiser <laughs> oh fuck dude i hope your manager doesn't listen to this Ooh, ooh i'd be screwed <laughs> is your manager a leprechaun <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, bro. No, it, it's, right. it's been a great time. Well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk soon. All right, man. Take it easy. All right. Holla at your boy. All right. All right.